You're listening to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast, a comfy, cozy place for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. This is the place for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. Hello there, and welcome back to the Mountain Practice Journeys podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Stokes. I got married on January 15th, hence the new last name. I'm still getting used to the change as I spent the first 40 years of my life as a Norton. Our wedding day was the absolute best day of my life. I couldn't have asked for anything more perfect. And the icing on the cake was that we got a whopping 10 inches of snow the next day on my birthday. Depending on where you live, this may sound like a lot of snow or a tiny amount of snow. If you know me, you know that I love snow, and we don't always get very much here in Asheville, North Carolina, so when we do, I'm very grateful. Thanks for indulging me on that life update. Now on to the episode. Here in episode 44, I'm going to answer the question, should you start an email list for your business? As with all the questions I answer here on the podcast, I believe that you must first check in with yourself and do what feels best for you. So whether you should start an email list for your business is totally up to you. However, today I'll be talking about why it may be a good idea. Having an email list for your business is great because it allows you to have direct contact with your audience. You also have ownership over your email list. I know that this isn't a likely scenario, but what if Facebook, Instagram, and the other online social media platforms disappeared? Imagine that you're only on one social media platform, and that is the only place where you have contact with your audience. If that were to go away, you would likely have to build up your audience again in some other fashion. It's like the saying not to put all your eggs in one basket. However, owning your own email list is a pretty sturdy basket. Another benefit of an email list is that you are not up against any algorithms. When you post on social media, not everyone who follows you will see what you share. With an email list, your message will be sent directly to everyone. If you are interested in starting an email list, there are several considerations. You'll want to decide on an email marketing platform, what purpose your email list will serve, and how often you want to contact your subscribers, among other things. I have created an online course called Email Marketing Basics for Therapists. Although the title says therapist, it will be beneficial for all solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm going to share here the first few segments from the course so that you can get some helpful information to get started. Having an email list and an email marketing strategy can be a great way to provide helpful information about your specialty, establish yourself as an expert, gain a loyal following, keep your audience engaged, incite meaningful change among your readers, and obtain new clients. If you're not familiar with email marketing, don't let the concept overwhelm you. It can be easy to hear things like sales funnel, audience, campaign, automation, and get overwhelmed because you're not exactly sure what they mean. I'm just going to cover the basics here so that you have enough information to make an informed decision if email marketing is for you, and if so, how to get started. In this course, I'll introduce opt-ins and how to create them, help you set up your email marketing planning calendar, recommend an email marketing platform, as well as share special considerations that keep you operating ethically and legally. I go on to share a checklist and decision guide that you can use to follow along in the course. Next, I move on to the opt-in. 
In general, people don't want to sign up for newsletters, but they are more likely to give up their email address in exchange for a freebie, such as an ebook, checklist, or helpful guide. What do you imagine your clients would be interested in? Take a minute to think about what you would like to give away in exchange for an email address for your list. It will be helpful to think about what your clients are asking about in session, what their presenting concerns are, and what their goals are. This will likely lead you to a topic or concern that your ideal clients would want to know more about. You can create something like three simple ways to manage social anxiety or a guide to loving your body and ditching the diet or is EMDR right for me? A checklist or a fun habit tracker to boost mental health. And just because the freebie is free, it doesn't mean that it should not be high quality. You may think that you should keep your best stuff for paid options. I disagree. You don't want your first impression to be lackluster. Don't be afraid to give away some of your best stuff. You want to make a great first impression and have your audience to be delighted with your freebie. So much so that they trust you, or at least intrigued to learn more from you. Once the opt-in has been created, it'll be added to your website and then linked in with your email marketing software. But that's a task for your webmaster, so I'll spare you the details. It's important to make it clear on your opt-in form what subscribers can expect regarding the content and frequency of the emails. I go on to share the exact wording from my website and my full opt-in so that you can have an example. If you'd like to enroll in my email marketing basics course, I'll share the link in the show notes. I've rebranded both of my businesses since the recording of this course, so you'll get to see the vintage Mountain Practice Journeys and AVL Couples Therapy in action. And with that being said, I want this to be a reminder to you to not let perfectionism get in the way of showing up, running your business, and helping others. I almost didn't record this episode because I knew that my email course featured my old branding. I could have put it on my to-do list to revamp the course and change all the branding and graphics, and who knows when I would get around to do that. So instead of spending an entire day to make cosmetic changes to the course, I decided to move forward with imperfect action. After all, the content of the course would have stayed the same. So if you're letting perfectionism get in the way of supporting others, as Bob Newhart from that Mad TV skit would say, stop it. Welcome to the Acorn segment. With each solo episode, I'll be drawing a tarot card to help provide some magical inspiration and insight. The card for this episode is the Seven of Wands reversed. I'll describe the card for those of you who may not be familiar. The card has a blue sky background. There's a man standing on a hill with a wand in his hand, and he is fighting off six wands coming at him from below. Upon initially looking at the card, it seems as if you are being attacked, But as with all the cards, there's a helpful and supportive message. The Seven of Wands reversed shows that you may be feeling overwhelmed by external pressure and all the demands that are being placed upon you. You are likely tired and exhausted, and you may feel like giving up. Now is not the time to give up. This doesn't mean that you have to fight harder. Maybe you can win the battle with acceptance of what is. The beautiful message from this card is that you can achieve your dreams as long as you stay true to yourself. Succinctly, the Seven of Wands reversed is saying, you can't please everyone, so why not be your true self? 
I'll post a picture of the card along with the message today on my Instagram at Mountain Practice Journeys. So head on over and let me know if this message resonates with you at this time. Thank you so much for joining me today. For episode 45, I'll be chatting with Kate Murphy about considerations for going into private practice with a chronic illness. If you haven't yet listened to episode 43, check it out. In that episode, I chat with Susanna Horwitz of The Well-Connected Therapist about the five myths of networking. I'm truly grateful that you choose to join me here for practical, nature-based, magical support for your business and life. For more inspiration and to see what I'm up to, join me over on Instagram at Mountain Practice Journeys. If you're enjoying yourself here, please head over to Apple Podcasts and hit those five stars and I'll be over the moon. And if you'd like to work with me, join me in Forest Mind, my cozy small group mastermind for private practice introverts, highly sensitive therapists, and solopreneurs who help and heal. May the forest be with you.